Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Skills Sonic Frontiers is out in four days. What do you no, think? No, nope, you're not doing this to me. You're not doing this to me. Every single time that we talk about Sonic Frontiers, you always just try and sneak it in there when the yeah. world is literally melting down about the cool as hell game that is God of War Ragnarok that you have played. And by the time that this goes up, your embargo review period will be up. So you can just go wild on it. As long as you oh don't spoil God. it for people that are listening to this, because obviously I'll I'm tell assuming. You what, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little uh, behind, the, behind the curtain thing. No spoilers whatsoever for okay, God okay. of War. But turning God of War Ragnarok around as a review, little behind the curtain thing, when you're turning around a 30-hour game, and even that isn't 100% completion, um, and especially when it's God of War, I have freaked out across the last couple of weeks <laughs> being given access to the game, which is lovely. Um, yeah. you know, we get access to very many, you know, very many games over the years. But it's God of War Ragnarok. It's the big sequel thing. And so like I've dove into that game every waking second when I had it was just getting through it. And then it's like, right, write down some thoughts, do the text review, do the video review, do it. I've just filmed a uh, Ask the Reviewer Q&A thing. Uh, I'll be doing tips twice. and tricks and stuff as well. Twice because <laughs> that's, oh my God, because I filmed one, it's like 22 minutes long and then uh, the footage was all blurry. So I was like, oh, brilliant. Oh, good. Oh, thanks, Lord. Good. I'll do this again. Scott, do you know what else is blurry? Go on, mate. The concept of this show, because we haven't introduced ourselves, <laughs> nor what this show is. As is no. So what are wrong. we? What are we doing? The Untitled Banner Podcast, the UBP, the UBP, UBP, UBP. the UBP sponsored by itself because we have our own tie-in merchandise <laughs> mugs with me and Jules's little faces on, um, can, which yeah, the URL's out there somewhere. I'm sure I have to find it. I'll find it before the end of the show. But yes, we always round up the latest um, pieces of, what do I say? We always round up the latest questions mm-hmm. and talking points and things in the industry. My brain is frazzled from recording 40 <laughs> minutes of the same oh, video you, twice. Mate. And bless now I'm you. sat down here. Um, but yeah, God of War Ragnarok, big deal, big thing. Can't wait for people to play it. It's the kind of game, kind of story that I only want to talk about when people have hit credits because it's Mm -hmm. the kind of story that you just need to go in as fresh as possible. So I'm trying to pride myself on zero spoilers. Um, I've not told you this uh, uh, yet, but yesterday, the day before the review went out, because it went up at four o'clock, I was low-key freaking out all day that even mentioning the acquisition of something was in itself a spoiler. And so we went through this last minute, oh my God, Phil Chambers save me thing (laughs) of trying 
trying <laughs> trying to edit the video using YouTube's tools because it was already finished and we already like were oh, editing they it like half suck. past three. The editing tools on YouTube suck, oh. man. So it was like we, um, yeah. we had to edit something out of a list like ages and ages ago just because of the fact that it was outdated by the time that it had gone live mm. and the it took three hours after it went out for it to even like <laughs> clip out like a ten second thing and it's like well, we oh this, good like, good we had this thing this is my dilemma and I promise we'll get to the questions we're, we'll do a little no we won't podcast we got was he talking about my plight as a reviewer I get that it's 0.1% problems but yesterday um, that was the whole thing I sort of like had this whole day of like oh my god is it a spoiler is it really a spoiler are people going to freak out okay let's err on the side of caution and so I messaged Phil because everyone else is off like James Dallas is away yep. many of our editors are off right now it's almost Christmas and so you know that's the thing so I messaged Phil I was like I know you're, you're wrestling man and you've got all your Simon Miller stuff but please save me and um, I've got this thing and so he was like yeah cool I'll sort that out and then he was so busy that he didn't get around to it until like oh, half past bless. three the embargo is at four o'clock and then he was like oh my god I can't actually do this for four o'clock but we can use YouTube's built in tools to blur the parts you're asking about <laughs> And I was like, I guess we'll do that. But he's like, well, it takes about half an hour for it to render. So I was like, well, there's still going to be a live version of the video that has the thing in it that people might or might not class as a spoiler. And so it was like, I pinned a comment to the YouTube thing. And then I just watched the reactions coming at four o'clock. And most people were totally fine. They didn't even notice the thing. And I was like, okay. And then I saw one comment be like, oh my God, you've just included this. And I was like, oh God, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to actually do Uh, the thing. So whatever, long story short, or just a long story, three hours later, we have blur filters on the God of War review, and Wee. I'm sat there freaking out that I... I mean, it's, it's not a story spoiler, ultimately. That's what you need to know. It's not a story spoiler. No, but you and are other being... reviewers have mentioned it, so yeah. I, I like that you're being conscientious enough to actually like make sure that it, people can go into this experience as fresh as possible, because I was thinking to myself, God of War Ragnarok is one of those touchstone moments. Like, mm. it's a milestone. Like, like, what other recent gaming thing have we had had that has been this hyped, this built up and this anticipated. Maybe mm. Halo Infinite because of the comeback well, of Master Chief. Well, I guess if you add like, the, the story side of it, Elden Ring was huge, but it didn't have a story anticipation. No, but yeah, that's the thing. Elden Ring was just, it's the next From Software game. Mm. It didn't like build itself on that. It was just like, okay, this is what from software doing next whereas this this was ever since 2018 people have just been like well I finished the game and I immediately need to know more it's not I want to know more I need to know more Mm -hmm. plus like I mean the way 2018's ended where it was all the Loki tease and it was like why people Mm -hmm. calling Atreus Loki and everything so like yeah Ragnarok not to reiterate the review but does very much is moulded around that mystery like from the get go it's very like Atreus being like what the hell was that what do we do how do we figure it out Yeah, like they just pick up where they there's a three year gap but they pick up largely where they left off uh, headspace is is a question for you, and I'm, mm. sh- I'm sure that there'll be some people who'll get annoyed about this. Um, okay. So we recently, you, uh, Scott Telford, myself, Hi. and um, uh, Josh Brown, we did the question of when, if ever, do we think that Kratos is going to die? Now, okay. obviously, people cannot see this uh, now because it's not a video podcast. But I'm going to ask Scott about the three different uh, things, and oh, he's going to make he's going to make slight <laughs> motions, and I'm going to know before any of you guys do if any of the things. So you, I th- okay, I think that I predicted that it had timey-wimey shenanigans and that he went back and became himself and killed himself. I think that that was what I, I think proposed. Was, you had something timey-wimey yeah, to which I else. do a confused face. Okay, to, to be right. fair, I'm going to do the same face for all three oh, of these. Yeah, you're going to ruin it for me. And then there was another uh, well, one which was the thing he's is, already dead. As, yeah, I was going to say, as much as we tried to predict stuff and I predicted that he would become Jormungandr and I'm yes, speaking from the yeah, point of view yeah, of yeah, as yeah. I was before I played yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm predicting that he's going to become Jormungandr. That is my overall thing because yeah. the Jormungandr in 2018 has like the white scales and the little pox of red 
on exactly, him. Exactly, exactly. Seems to so recognize that, yeah. Atreus. Like, I, that's my thing going in. Because we did, we did like a lot of guessing games on that. And I'll ask this instead. Were mm. any of them true? Did any of them come to pass? Oh my God, you're doing the spoiler fishing. No, 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 you, 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 don't, you, you don't have to say yes or no. You can just make a face to me and I'll know. And the audience can stay in the dark. Oh, the thing is, they do. I'll he's talking. He's, talk, he's not making a face. He's talking. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't facially express how much on the money and off the money we were simultaneously. That's enough. To, That's all you to need to say. say. That. That's all you need to say. I'm looking yeah. forward to it even more now, now because <laughs> if there's going to be something as big of a big twist as that, but then not quite how we imagined it, fantastic. Let's go. Let's go, there, boys. Yeah, there's some big stuff in here. I think that overall, um, you shouldn't be going in, like hanging the whole game on a twist. It's more about thematics and maturity and okay. Kratos and headspaces and where Kratos is as a, as a, as a character, as a person. Um, I think that that's the real big takeaway is that it's mm. this like, like incredible dissection of what it is like being a, a father, like a flawed person as a father. Yeah, I think that's, I, that's the takeaway thing. I guess that in a couple of weeks we'll be able to discuss this a bit more openly mm. about it. But I remember, I think that they, that they had a perfect opportunity to tell a story of what is life like without purpose, because you've right. done your thing and now it's living for your children and your mm. purpose becomes helping them achieve their goals, even though that basically nullifies your your life you mm. you live for something else or someone else and i was like that if they could explore that in a video game would be an amazing narrative because that's hard work that is yeah. hard work to tell that story yeah i think it's just like it's and it's also like is the the parent ready to give up that you know the purpose and are they ready to pass mm. things on i think mm. all that stuff is in there i think that largely what you've described is what they're going for um, well, we, and, um uh, do you remember yeah. like i don't think that we touched on it before when we spoke about it but remember how clashing it was to take over as jack marston uh when uh <laughs> you, when john dies at the end of red dead at the time One. i thought that was incredible because i yeah, love it, it is red incredible dead, yeah. but it but it, it, it um, raises so many questions because he did everything for his son said mm. to him basically stay off the guns pick up the books <laughs> and stay off the guns mate stick off the guns mate pick up mm. the books and he was like yeah, yeah yeah I will I will I will and then mm. as soon as his dad dies he goes off drops the books picks up the gun starts training only mm. to start the cycle of revenge again and it's like ah mm. oh, man you could have escaped this you could have well, escaped well that's the whole it. thing at the end of 2018's one where um, Kratos just says to uh, Atreus like we need to be better we can't yes, just keep yeah. fighting and being brutal and ostensibly being the, the Greek saga the, the, the things that we've already done in God of War's own past like Kratos himself wants to be better but it's always whether or not he truly believes he can be like whether he's well, done too much bad stuff it's so difficult for him as well because name me a god in that entire run that is good. There is no good <laughs> gods. Every single one has flaws and they're oh, just they exacerbated do, by their power. Yeah, they do some great stuff with um, with the gods. Like I'm not okay, going to give you cool, anything more than cool, that, cool, but cool, the way cool. that they flesh out the god stuff um, the life of gods is is great. Okay, like there's, cool. There's so much good stuff. Well, that's yeah. enough for the uh, God of War Ragnarok <laughs> chat, even though we are now, what is it, like 20, 30 minutes into our podcast, podcast, we haven't even asked a it? single question. So let's, let's get on to that, shall we? Yes, we'll get through it. But yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, the embargo, the review embargo is up, so you can go check out the full video review. The um, Ask Me Anything video should be up across the weekend, uh, if not by the end of Friday. Um, we'll see. And then I've got tips and tricks that I'm going to put up on the launch day. Um, everything will be non-spoilers. Um, I've definitely learned my lesson with the, with the review thing. <laughs> Um, because I'm just going to be absolutely 100% non-spoilers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the thing that, it's, it's such a weird thing to dance around because I have noticed the two other major reviews mention it. Uh, the mm-hmm. Verge and Kotaku both had it in theirs, so they're also treating it as just part of gameplay. Whereas I'm like, oh my God, people don't want to know anything at all. Better to be and safe whatever. than sorry, isn't it? Yeah, I'm case. definitely 100% spoiler-free story-wise, but I'm, I think I'm getting in my own head about what is a mm-hmm. spoiler. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, let's get through some various questions. Uh, first one from Zaku says, hi guys, hope all is 
as well. I Hello. recently realized I have the ability to make games go on sale. All I have to do to make this happen is buy the game, and then the next sale that comes around, there it is. Do you guys have any completely useless gaming superpowers? Um, now, I thought Oof. of something immediately for this. I have the ability to let any video game boss beat me as long as I'm as long as, as long as they're on a sliver of health, and I could beat them in one oh, more hit. Do you do you get like the uh, it's the performance anxiety then, isn't it? Effectively, you I get there, you're about to finish it, you're about to close. It's like the yeah. biggest sale of your life, and they just go like <laughs> you just flub their name or just say something you're very just, very like, silly. Too aware of it, and I think if it's like in the Souls games where they visualize a health bar, or God of War does it, Gotham Knights does it, and um, when you're looking at health bars, going like I'm so close to being out of this, I just need to survive a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's like just die just die just just effing die and it's just like and you, you did something wrong hit the wrong button or whatever it is and yeah. then they kill you do you know what it is it's because of the fact that when you see them on that last bit of health you mm. feel in your mind because it's only one more attack you let all of your uh, defences go down mm. and you just go full in on the attack but that's exactly what those games want you to <laughs> do they you and to they do. punish you it's like um, I am uh, recently as in like uh, uh, the last couple of days I've mm. just started playing through uh, Jedi Fallen Order and no. I'm really enjoying that game really so tight. far. Like I'm kind of glad that I've left it for so long because mm. I I was so almost burnt out on the Dark Soulsian thing. And yes, I am comparing it to that because the combat is blah, 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 oh, it's blah, blah, totally blah. a Souls game. You like they try to riff on it, so, like, like, bonfires yeah. and everything. Like um, the uh, when I came to fight Ogdo Bogdo, um, the <laughs> the annoying little frog freak, um, absolute a hole. He's an absolute a hole because of the fact yeah. I wasn't used to the combat by that point, and it feels a bit floaty. It does not feel as grounded as the. But also, uh, he like he tanks hits and then comes at you yeah, when you're know, trying to I do know, the animation, right? like it's I'm, broken. Yeah. It's like I have a lightsaber, fool. What are you doing? <laughs> um, but then he. Uh, creamed my ass so many times mm. and then uh, when it came down to a final sliver of health I started attacking him thinking like you were saying before oh, I get, yeah. I've got this I've got this one hit two hit dead I'm gone and I'm just like <laughs> and as I fell I was like Ogdo Bogdo Bogdo yeah I think yeah. Uh, that's the whole thing I I want to I kind of want to make a plea I was going to I was going to hashtag the game dev there's a game dev hashtag that a lot of developers use mm-hmm. and I was going to tag that and be like game devs Every time we're one sliver away from being it, just give us it. Just, just, just kill it. I don't need. I can't. I don't know how many more times I can go through it mentally, where I'm mm, about to mm. win and I get robbed of it with a sliver of health. I've also had it where a, a boss has killed me and there's nothing visual on the health bar. Oh, anymore. that's rough. That's but it a has rough like one. it has like no point one health, but they did, yeah. the visual team haven't animated that. So I'm just like, it's dead, but it still kills me. I just, it breaks me. <laughs> <laughs> See, it the breaks thing, me totally. I had that when I was playing through um, what's, what's that game Octopath Traveler because obviously right. you can't see their health unless you use a special skill to do it I mm-hmm. overplanned all of my attacks because it was like the chain of attacks coming through and I was trying to like break the boss to like move it down the attack <laughs> chain and then it was like okay right I've, I've spent all of my most powerful spells what do I do okay mm-hmm. do I need to buff this person do that it's like no he's got 15 HP left I just don't know it yet and I just do one <laughs> little whack with a like a mage's rod or kill it and it's just I like I was going to say the whole for that I've overprepared yeah. for nothingness. But what they should do is, like you say, that is a great mechanic idea. If they're mm. on low health, you should have like a, a style kill, like immediately Ooh. triggers as soon as you get them past yeah. a certain bit of health. So effectively, their last bit of health doesn't exist. And you just go bang like that and just nail them if you've got a combo going. 
I tell you what, in uh, in Gotham, Gotham Knights is a game that is getting dropped. Oh, here so we go. Four here out of we ten, go. Five Gotham out of ten. Yeah, yeah. I like Gotham Knights, god damn it. I think it's really, really... Well, I was going to say it's really solid. It's not. That's one thing. It's not. It's an incredibly performance-addled. Um, <laughs> but in terms of the character writing, it has tons of really neat ideas as well. And one little thing that I really like about it is that when you're fighting a boss, you get them on, like, they're about to die. They're on really, really low mm-hmm. red health. And that's when the cutscene kicks in, which I really I like as good. a thematic yeah, thing, because yeah. Batman or any character wouldn't Doesn't kill. kill them. Yeah. yeah. That's not a spoiler. Batman's not in the game but um still that whole thing of like like i said it ties in thematically with like you're beating them to an inch of their life and then they surrender and i just like that but overall I, when a you know just just, just gotta say though with, with your whole sort of like batman and by extension the bat family mm. doesn't kill uh, red hood does use guns they, <laughs> like any, they like, do they do oh, a really are they, good are they, gonna, scene. Are, they, are they gonna say it's like rubber concussion <laughs> bullets or something like That's that a, just just don't even bother if you know right okay if you're willing to shoot somebody in the face yes. you are willing to kill someone like, i'm just gonna put it out there you don't they, fire a gun at all unless you're willing for something on the other end to die so they I'm have just saying, an entire scene that explores no, that they, no. they, they have, oh my god you need okay the thing is and again no one's ever going to believe this but the the way red hood is written in gotham knights is really really good and they really flesh out how mm-hmm. like broken he is he's back from the lazarus pier and um, can he be a better yeah, he's person? not happy about it either he's just is like, he oh, even, thanks. <laughs> yeah yeah but yeah but he's like is he even human and like they they and he's worrying about that and they, they really really flesh that out there's a scene <clears throat> you can do with robin where he's testing his guns and he's shooting all these mannequins and stuff with new metal in the background by the way of it's course a full it's on metal. of course it is of course it's new metal. well they, they they play a really good card with him where he's like the older brother jock bro who fully knows he loves just punching dudes in the face because that's what he's good at but underneath that he'll play like a dance minigame with barbara or whatever because he's like he's the big older brother but he does really care i think they actually do it really well um, right okay but yeah in that scene with robin he's shooting mannequins he's like going crazy he's got the new metal on bit of saliva in the background click click boom Gross. and he's shooting all this stuff Gross. it's not actually click click boom sadly <laughs> but still and uh robin is like okay you do realize that that's going to kill people if you shoot people with those uh, guns and he's like ah you know they're all criminals like i need to shoot them I'm just, I'm just shooting to wound it won't kill them whatever and robin stands in front of the mannequin he's like well shoot me then if you think that like you think that that's okay then you should shoot me yeah. and then um they have like a back and forth and then red, red hood's like okay fine I'll, I'll turn it down and it makes him realize that he's going too far uh, to turn it down well done how, how, no 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 okay no i, I understand <laughs> how you understand you're like oh yeah yeah don't i'll turn, turn it down, it down. So, so you don't turn down a 50 caliber round mate you, you, he's, so, what, so what he's gonna do is he's gonna have to custom make a load of special rubberized bullets and let's Let's face it, the gameplay of Gotham Knights that I've seen, yep. bullet sponge terms pretty much every person that you <laughs> fight in that game. So he's like f- shooting 50 or so of these expensive handmade custom bullets for that absolute billy. At that point, just they pick up a money. club and get involved. It's far cheaper. It's true. Bruce, it's Bruce true. was rich. You kids are not. It's true. I mean, yeah, I don't know how he tweaks stuff, but he says yeah. something like, let's, let's turn down the velocity. My point is that he knows he's going to kill dudes. So he's just like, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang back because I'm the new Red Hood. And he's, <laughs> he's refined. He's a refined hood. Imagine how brutal yeah. that would be if they just let you kill people. Just out yeah. and out. Just goes like, I'm going to enter Red Hood mode. And you just go like, <laughs> bang, bang, bang. They just don't get back up. He's like, oof, that's a bit rough, well, isn't it? The thing is, like, there, there are lots of animations in this where he's just squishing dudes' heads oh, yeah. into the floor. Like one of his uh, stealth kills, he just stands on the back of a guy's head. Well, we, we went through this before when I think mm. um, Batman Origins came out and there was a really horrible death at the Christmas tree or a supposed knockout using a Christmas tree. Okay. And we were just like, okay, let's just go back through and just count how many times <laughs> Batman has actually killed people in all of his games. And oh, the, anyone that he hits with the Batmobile is dead. Yeah, yeah, just, it's just rough stuff. Because in, in Arkham Knight, they're like, oh no, they got electrocuted as they got hit. Like, no, no. Yeah. Even then, they're just electrocuting a corpse. Also, it is, it is 
heaps worse, the amount of damage that he's done to them. Like, imagine being in a full body cast in America having to pay mm. all of those bills. You are actually generating more crime in that sense because he's gonna, <laughs> they're going to have to rob, steal, do whatever in order to get that money to pay for their hospital bills. Very Rough. true. I mean, yeah, Rough. hospital, uh, Gotham General, absolutely rammed. Do you exactly. have a, um, a video game superpower from about half an hour ago when I got oh, this question? No idea, mate. My superpower when it comes to video games is, uh, oh, uh, any game that I truly get hyped over will be a massive disappointment. That's usually, that's usually it. Like if I see a trailer and I'm like, oh yes, mate, that's going to be brilliant. By it the time it rolls around, yeah, by the time it rolls around, I just try and distance myself fully from that project because it's like, um, what was that one I sent you and Josh the other day where it was like the medieval one, Blight. Blight. Yes. Uh, looks like, like God of War medieval, yeah. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, it looks fantastic. From a small developing team, it actually looks like they have done an amazing mm-hmm. job, but there's a little bit of it that I'm thinking to myself, ooh, this is probably going to be like a five or six out of 10 game. There's going <laughs> to not be as much depth or as much going on behind the scenes as I want there to be. And I think Maybe. I'm going to get bored of it real quick. I definitely have that too. Um, just that overall feeling of the current, gen- sorry, the current state of gaming where it's like, well, I, I look forward to it, but I don't trust it's actually going to be like that when yeah. I play it. Like, it I honestly- looks, yeah. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. 
like not to make every little goddamn thing about Sonic Frontiers, but they just did a, a <laughs> recent trailer. Don't. Please, I'll try not to. But just on the bottom on the text, it was like, "Oh, footage captured from the PC version." And I was yeah, like, "Well, like, that's oh, worrying, no, guys." No. Yeah, like even that's going to be going to destroy my little heart in four days. Um, next question from Stallington Blade, who says, "Have either of you played or know anyone that's played Astral Chain on Switch, and is it worth it?" It's frustrating that you can't even get Nintendo games for anything less than forty pounds. I don't know if you yeah. played Astral Chain. But I've I not played Astral, Astral Chain. Chain, but I've heard that it's actually meant to be really good. In fact, it was. Um, because it's an RPG, isn't it? It's just a platinum action game. There's like RPG elements Oh, no, in too, that case, then I don't yeah. know what this is. I don't know what okay. this one is. I'll take, take this one really uh, quickly. But yeah, Astral Chain is legit one of the most overlooked platinum games ever. Like, it's really cool. Uh, there's actually a, a, a Easter egg for it in Bayonetta 3. Oh, um, right, Where okay. the uh, Bayonetta, like, destroys, like, a, a like a dog cop statue. And it, there's, like, a fuzzy dog cop in uh, Astral Chain. <laughs> but yeah, Astral Chain is just about a couple of cops trying to take care of this, like, demon infestation in the city. But the whole unique thing and the reason it's awesome is the combat mechanics, which are all okay. based around the analog as, as is per usual with uh, yeah. platinum game stuff well it's like one of the coolest like platinum models because you're using the right analog stick to sort of like wrap d- enemies around or like if someone's coming at you if someone's charging at you like a regular mm-hmm. charging enemy um, you can like branch out like a um, you summon different um, type like different classes and whatever what a wonderful so like a- 101 style Maybe I never played Wonderful One Hundred One, but like, mm, like also it's a like you can, games title. you can summon like a melee dude or a, or a rifle guy or whatever, and you can yeah. send them out to do other things, and you can control them as well. But like, um, yeah, if you use the right analog stick, if something's charging at you, maybe you move your dude to the side, and there's a chain between you and them, and so when the guy charges at you, it gets caught on the chain, and then you lasso them or like slingshot Ooh, them back at someone else. That so sounds quite. It's fun. a really cool, unique combat system that I is think is that the it, astral chain by any chance? It is literally astral chain. Nice. Yeah, 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 and uh, and I think that they do a really good job with um, like the class variety that you're summoning and like you have sort of different power states because you can team up with the creatures that you're uh, you know putting into the world and the world itself is really cool I just I was actually pretty blown away by Astral Chain it just I never think I need to give this a go that sounds really yeah, fun like I'm loving Bayonetta 3 at the minute and I kind of mm-hmm. I've missed Platinum like I've missed a good Platinum game like Babylon's 4 was abysmal and yeah so, that was a um, real shame because it felt like you know when um, like you have your favourite indie director or like mm-hmm. a band finally makes it big and gets featured on like a massive movie and it catapults them into Star Mm -hmm. It felt like that was always what Platinum Games was. It was like the underground but well-respected and well-known amongst their uh, Mm -hmm. peers studio who Mm -hmm. suddenly got a big break, who suddenly got all the money, who suddenly got all of the attention and it fell apart because of the fact that it (laughs) came with so many strings. You can just tell that it was a game hampered by, it was designed by committee but delivered through Platinum and that was just like, it just does not mesh. Platinum need to just have, well, as Bayonetta 3 is proving, just unlimited creativity to approach the subject <laughs> material and just say, have at it, go for yeah, it. Yeah, man. That's the thing. Like, Bayonetta 3 is such a, like, resounding statement of intent like for mm-hmm. that team. And I know mm-hmm. that um, Hideki Kamiya, like, apparently uh, did a video, recorded himself and sent it to Nintendo after Scalebound fell apart, just saying, can we make Bayonetta 3? And you can yeah. just tell there's, like, all sorts of set pieces that are great in it. But yeah, just super quickly, Astral Chain is brilliant and uh, mm-hmm. it's a very unique combat model. Um, I almost played it, like, nigh on, not one sitting, because it's actually quite lengthy, um, but that was all I played. Like, it absolutely dominated uh, while I was playing it. That's rare for you really? because you like flopping between games. So if it holds your it attention... It depends what it is. But yeah, mm. if something mm. grabs me, then I will dedicate my life to it until it's done. And Astral Chain was one of those games. Um, so yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, next question from Austin Brown. It says, quick shout out to Scott for turning me onto the Darksiders franchise. Massive Legend. shout out. Um, I've now played them all, but Genesis was wondering whether either of you have played Genesis and should I do it solo or find someone to co-op with? Did you play Darksiders Genesis? That's the top-down isometric one, isn't mm-hmm. it? 
The Diablo um, one. Yeah, I did actually play that one. Actually quite a good laugh. Um, and I know I really that like it. you could say it about pretty much any uh, game with co-op, it's better with friends, but it truly mm. is just one of those games. It reminded me so much. Um, weirdly, not as much of Diablo as I thought it was going to be, but more of um, that Lara, Lara Croft... Um, oh uh, my God. Temple, Temple of Osiris? Of- yeah, Temple Temple of Osiris. Of Osiris. I was it Temple of Light? Is that the Angela Jewel? Oh, it might, be, it might be Temple of Light. That's what One it is. One of yeah. the temples. It yeah. was it, and like just a really fun, chaotic, arcadey experience uh, with a slight bit of RPG element and grinding mm. put in there. And you know what? I just thought that it was a nice sorbet experience from the maybe slog and chug heavy attitude <laughs> that the other games have because mm. I really enjoyed Dark Striders 2. Thought that, mm. that was probably my favourite one mm. out of the entire roster. Two's lush. Two's when they like fleshed everything out. But, exactly. Um, yeah. One was fine. It was mm. just kind of like, yeah, here's another 3D action game with a kind of thought edgy like protagonist. Yeah, it was like yeah, that's the thing. You've kind of got Mark Hamill being like a demon, like your sidekick, and everything. That was and good. Then, I won't get. Don't get that me wrong. Was that cool. was he. He was another great voice acting talent. Yeah, and I so. like all the unlocks in it. Like you get the portal gun, and it's got the same. It's like yellow. It's like orange and blue, like yeah. it is in Portal. Yeah. And like yeah, I I have such a soft spot for Darksiders. I kind of just think of it as the legacy of Kane spiritual sequel. Um, yeah, that's probably the best yeah. way to think about it because every element seems to be ticking the same boxes, doesn't it? Really, it's got that same kind of regal kind of feel to the script and everything. Am I going um, mad as well? Yeah. By the way, that they said that Legacy of Kane or that the um, Soul Reaver franchise is coming back. There was a, um, there was a, or a remaster. No, they put like a um, like a questionnaire out for people to fill out, which I filled oh. out in an instant. Um, <laughs> right, okay. So I was just, oh my More God, what do you want to know? As well. <laughs> just setting up an army of accounts. Um, but yeah, they put, a, they put a questionnaire out officially. I think it was from Crystal Dynamics um, because the Embracer group are looking to explore various franchises and Legacy of Kim was one of them. So they put a questionnaire out saying like, if we did do this, what do you guys yeah. want to see? And people like me gave them paragraphs of stuff <laughs> on what they should do and what they should not do. And they shouldn't do another first person shooter like Nosgoth. So um, yeah, so there's that but um yeah dark Siders stuff i would massively recommend genesis just know that it's nothing like dark Siders one two or three it is a mm-hmm. top down uh top down thing and i played it all solo so i guess that's the that's the main question um the ai is solid enough i mean there's a lot of team-up moves that just trigger anyway but um, playing it yeah. with another person is just gonna be that much more fun yeah if you can find someone it's great um but i i, I did it solo um but i would recommend it either way i think that game's art design mm-hmm. and how fast it moves and how well it plays is so cool um so yes um, next question from Darren Martin who says where does Gotham Knights rank at the Batman Arkham games <laughs> now that I've finished it also do you guys have a plan on doing any more live gaming vids on the channel you're the absolute best gaming guys on YouTube well massive thank you for that thank you so much and we can address both parts of this question separately <laughs> because uh, you've played Gotham Knights and I can yep. talk more about the live streaming stuff so you yes. go first Gotham Knights I, I'm not I don't strive I don't wake up in the morning trying to be a rap scallion but I really really like Gotham Knights and more than Arkham Knight so I, I'm that guy wow okay I, I wasn't actually written. expecting you to have that take I know I think it's better written I, I like like the combat fine enough I just hated the story in Arkham Knight so much that I found mm. most of my time going through that game I was just doing a confused face like what the hell have you guys done whereas I really really like Gotham Knight's story I like all the mm-hmm. thematics that are there I think uh, the fact that they wrote a story in Gotham Knights that is, has four four protagonists and you can just mm-hmm, rotate mm-hmm, through any of them mm-hmm. and they all feel valid um, and they all have really good payoffs to their arcs like I just I think it all works way better than anyone wants to like well anyone really knows that it does because the technical performance is so bad okay. um, thankfully it's been patched it now runs at a smooth 30 frames a second <laughs> Ooh, but at least baby. It's, <laughs> at least it's smooth um, so there is that but yeah I, I had a blast with Gotham Knights for the vast majority okay so let's rank them then worst to best all of the Batman games. Oh my god! Main well, okay, entry so ones. We'll got... do like the um, PSP stuff and all that. No, no. So I think the absolute worst um, is probably Arkham Knight in that regard. Fair enough. Um, and then it would be Arkham City, then Origins, then Asylum. Oh, 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 oh. 
I know. I know. Oh, I, wait, I, wait, 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 where's Gotham Knights? Where's Gotham Knights? So Gotham Knights is the worst. Oh, it is, Gotham, it, I, Gotham Knights is hard. I, I I would have to put. I still have to put Gotham Knights second worst because it's like Arkham Knight yeah, is okay, the worst okay. of that whole batch. Then, then Gotham, Gotham Knights, Knights, and then your other Arkham trilogy. But I really like Arkham Origins story. I love like early Batman getting used to his stuff. I know it didn't review well at the time. <laughs> I'm just absolutely. It's, it's I feel good. like I've been punched in the gut by your <laughs> uh, assassination of City, putting it so low in the trilogy. I just I never liked City, and I just I like I just didn't like it because I liked how um, confined Asylum was. Like it was literally yeah. this like atmospheric, yeah. almost survival horror feel to it. Mm-hmm. And then you had all these like Zelda elements that fleshed out the level design, all the unlocks and everything. And it was really cool. And then City was like, what if we had a really tight experience and we just, it was like a dinner plate and we smashed it. And now you have to go like every bit to bit to bit to you get to the travel bit that you to want. Get, yeah, yeah. And I didn't think that the, the City was that enjoyable. And it's not that Origins is that much more enjoyable, but I just found that Origins story was better than City. So for me, I, I prefer Origins in that regard. I know that's patently insane. Keep in mind that I've just, I've filmed so much stuff this morning that my brain is barely <laughs> on a track at all. But yeah, Asylum's still my absolute favourite. Yeah, um, okay, overall. fair enough. For me, it'd be, uh, Arkham Knight is definitely the worst one for mm-hmm. me. I It's the only one that I haven't finished. I gave up on it right. because I just actually didn't enjoy it that much. I really hated using all of the Batmobile stuff. Um, and it's oh my so God, weird the boss to, fights. Yeah, yeah, it's so weird to see people like actively defending the Batmobile stuff. And it's <laughs> and it, oh, I don't want to sound like a real pretentious prick here, but it's a mm. case of like, are you saying that you enjoy the Batmobile stuff because you genuinely enjoy it or because you haven't had a better experience in a car or car Ooh. vehicular car? combat because like <laughs> burnout games any of the carmageddon right. like a vigilante eight games any of those does vehicular combat far better mm-hmm. than that cell damage you remember cell, oh, damage? I love cell damage overdrive cinder yeah, that, cinder yeah. was my dude yeah yeah, yeah. so they go yes. um, overall sorry with arkham knight it's mm-hmm. just that like yeah for me the story was so off putting. the Batmobile stuff was so chaotic and ridiculous i forgot about those boss fights where you yeah. have to fight um the arkham knight himself in that sewer system and it's, it's all like so boring stunts so boring. and stuff that sucks. Um, but yeah, I think that um, Gotham Knights, I think over time people will discover how good the story and the writing and everything well, is. That's um, what's been yeah. happening with Origins, isn't it? People have been re-examining yeah. it over the last couple of years and are saying that it's held in much higher regard. So maybe in like four or five years time, we'll be sitting here going like, God, do you remember those idiots who thought that Gotham Knights <laughs> was bad? It's a, it is a weird one because it feels like three different games stapled together. Like it's this weird like, like Resident Evil 6 thing. did. A little bit. Like, Gotham Knights is, like, you're kind of an Arkham game. You've got, like, Arkham atmosphere and, like, storytelling, but then you also have, like, weird Anthem-style mission design where it's, like, go here and defend against this point and, like, stuff like that. But it's in a single-player game or can be played single-player unless you Mm -hmm. want to do co-op. And then it also has all this loot stuff, and it's, like, go get all these mod chips and Ah, whatever. loot. It's just kind of there, but, like, for the most part, it comes together, and the costumes do look incredible when you finally get them. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, next question from PG Crips, who says, UBP, UBP. UBP. Hope you're both ho- happy and healthy. Mountain Blade 2 Bannerlord released on console under two weeks ago, and I'm loving it. £35 for hundreds of hours, but it flew well under the radar for most people. What past games flew under your radar that you wish you hadn't missed? By the way, big shout out to Mountain Blade. Fantastic yes. game. Really, really, really fun. I haven't actually checked out the sequel yet, though. So um, I'm looking forward to that. That's on my mm. list of things to do at the moment. I'm Like I said, I'm working through Jedi uh, Fallen. What was it? <laughs> Fallen Order, yeah. Yeah, Fallen Order. There it is. Yeah, so I'm working through <laughs> that because I've just finished off The Valiant and enjoyed yes. that. And I, do you know what? I actually think The Valiant's going to be the game that flies under the radar for many. It just is. Shout. It just doesn't seem that it's had um, as much traction. Um, it's got a weird approach to the RTS genre in the sense mm. that it's uh, more to do with squad-based rather than base building and management of full resources. But I oh. think that the tale that it tells is 
really good because a lot of people just think that when you've got like RTS games or squad based games like XCOM and stuff like that, it's about the gameplay, but it has mm. to be stitched together by a decent narrative. Like the reason that XCOM 2 War of the Chosen works so well is because mm. it introduces those three big nemesis that you've got to take down all the way through the game and it pushes you to move forward. Mm-hmm. Some other games fall apart because they just, oh, oh, we've got good combat, but no reason to care about it. Right. Whereas the Valiant is great in the sense that you tell this story of you think it's going to be, oh, knights crusading for God and glory and it's all po-faced and boring. But mm. no, it goes places. It goes really mad. Okay. And you start ending up like looking at the characters just going, what the heck is going on here? <laughs> That's cool. We should flag that we were or are whatever sponsored by Valiant. We just did a video for them a couple of weeks oh, ago. Oh yeah, I'm not but sponsored in this point right now, by no. the way. I've, I have actually been playing it. I just really yes, enjoy that's it. That's what I was going to say. We were, we were sponsored, so we did a specific um, set of videos for them, which is on the channel. But then we had access to the game and you were like, this is actually brilliant. Like we yeah. did a few bits of filming for it and then you kept going with it so yeah just to differentiate those two things um but yeah i think that in terms of overlooked stuff because of the way that our jobs are i tend to hoover everything up it's rare that i miss something um i'm trying to think of something that took me a beat to get back to i guess Ori the will of the wisps like i love Mm -hmm. blind forest and then i didn't go through will of the wisps when it first landed i forget what else was out at the time um and i just remember giving that a few more months or whatever and then when i finally got back to it i was like this is absolutely incredible and i wish i was screaming about it for more of the year um, because another knock-on effect of the way that we do stuff is that it's rare that things get talked about out after the year that, that they've uh, yeah. released in. I feel as well that we should obviously use this uh, platform to talk about your most favourite Overlooked game, which is Titanfall 2, which you can obviously <laughs> now get on the Xbox Game Pass through the EA thing as well. So oh, yeah, people man. have even more less or less uh, reason not to play this game. That's that's definitely a thing that like most people, like it's overlooked to most people. I was one of the guys sitting there with my little flag going, like from launch yeah. on Titanfall 2 going, it's not Coddle Battlefield, guys, <laughs> it's Titanfall. But then it's like, that was like six years ago. So it's like, you would hope that people finally give it a shot. Because um, it's still online, the servers are still there. People can go play it. Literally the best first person shooter um, you could ever put your time into. Yeah, um, I, I would massively recommend it. There's like so many games that I've played recently that I just feel are unfortunately just going to go by the wayside because they just just haven't had as big a marketing campaign or there's just too mm. many games coming out at the moment or they just aren't fitting in with the current vibe of what people want right now but mm. will be amazing games in like a couple of years like um mm. there's this video game you suck at parking that came out yeah, uh, fairly yeah. recently beautiful game little game absolutely brilliant like you just drive your car park it in spaces and it's just different <laughs> challenges of how like to competitively get yeah and it's all like top-down micro machine style aesthetics and i i absolutely loved it but i'm seeing nobody talk about it also that mm. um turbo golf mania where it's mm. like um it's rocket, rocket league, league with but golf with ball. golf no one's talking about it even though the mechanically it's so smooth it feels mm. like you know, like Rocket League had teething problems out the wazoo when it first mm-hmm. started. This mm-hmm. just has hit the ground running and it plays magnificently. And yet I can't find a single person that wants to play it. If you know what I mean? Like, I know. No it's, heard of of it. that, it's such a like shame. That thing of like certain blockbusters. Like obviously, like you said, God of War is dominating right now. And mm-hmm. like, I don't know if it's an algorithmic thing, but I'm obviously getting a lot of like Gotham Knights stuff or I'm getting a lot of Sonic stuff. A lot of Gotham stuff is yeah. because everyone's just going, oh my God, the state of this game. Um, but yeah, there's only so much sort of social media space that things can take up. And then that ends up becoming like the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's always it's always worth going back to certain things over time. At least they've all been patched by then as well. Yeah, that's um, true. He'll play better. Um, next question from Jack Asbury who says, the UBP mug is definitely up there for me with the 50th yeah. anniversary Disney World mug from Florida. That is some good company to be nice. keeping. Um, I've been replaying God of War before Ragnarok and I still find one of the Valkyries as hard as I did years ago. Have you ever been back to a game and still found it difficult? Um, yes, oh. I still cannot get out of the opening of Crypt of the Necrodancer. My brain will not <laughs> comprehend a rhythm-based dungeon crawler. I can't attack anything when I want to. 
Yeah, I mean, like every single time that I go back through. Um, so I've done so many hours in Elden Ring. Dark Souls mm. 3 was one of my most played games ever. Bloodborne, same as Sekiro, whatever. But I still go back to the original Dark Souls and I just go, oh, I'm going to get my ass handed to me by the same <laughs> boss in the exact same way. I'm going to get so frustrated. And I'm like, why don't I play this game differently? I know how the other games play. Why can't I get this one right? <laughs> I did the same thing with um, 2018's God of War. Like, I've, I went back to that game during the review period for Ragnarok because I was like, I want to compare the combat systems and everything. And I've never beaten Sigrun. I don't know if, you, if you've beaten Sigrun. I have, but you know what? It okay. took me like three nights solidly. Actually, it might have been like two nights. I might have booked a day off work and it was just awful because I went to bed so angry. Uh, like, uh-huh. you know that Simpsons meme where he's just like looking up at the ceiling in bed and he's fuming? <laughs> I had that. And then it was the case of the next day I woke up early to try and beat it. And right. it still took me about like four or five hours. Had to go to the gym to calm down again came back oh. thought i was relaxed and then finally it clicked and i was like we should do yes. i was gonna say because in the i was just in the um ask me anything uh video that i did people were like okay is there a sigrun in this game like a sigrun alternative or something Ooh, i feel like that's spoilerific, um, isn't it well I mean, specifically it would be i've not found yeah, them okay, yet fair. so i can't okay. tell you um i've found various uh, is it ogdo bogdo are, is he back again he's dropping in i think he's ogdo <laughs> dropping i think that in regards to like valkyr equivalent stuff there is a series of enemies that you can fight choose to fight that are very much the ragnarok stand-ins for the valkyrs mm-hmm. um so they are there i don't know whether there's a leader or something that would be sigrun adjacent oh I've there probably will be there probably, probably is in there be. somewhere um, but yeah, I feel like the games that like keep you up at night, we should do that as a list and, uh, because I remember <laughs> my worst one ever was, uh, was always, um, but what the hell does the name, the thingy and smile in Dark Souls 1? Oh, Ornstein and Smile. Ornstein and Smile. I yeah, know that's yeah. like the most go-to thing, yeah. but I've never been awake at three in the morning just going like, oh my God, I just, I was so wired fighting that and I cannot rest. I just can't, I'm not happy about my life. I'm devoting my life to fighting this thing and I just can't beat it. Dude, the, um, amount, of, the amount of Guitar Hero songs that were like that for me through yeah. university, I'd finish playing them. I'd feel sick. I'd look at the floor and it'd be like constantly <laughs> scrolling up like the uh, note uh, fretboard. I used to always do that where the carpet would like move. Yeah. You and, then I, and I'd go to bed and I'd sit down and be like, I know I can nail that solo, but I'm actually, my fa- my fingers are physically tired. I can't mm. do it. I, can't, I need to rest. <laughs> that like, was the thing we, learning we could do, a real We could do um, um, uh, video games that physically hurt you as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you could have like all the weird um, like blisters or whatever it is on your fingers mm-hmm. trying to get used to everything. And, and do you not remember there was that exact that um, horrible case of there was an arm wrestling machine, an arcade game in Japan, and okay. it was uh, you, you know you the sort of gimmick you like put your hand up there and you just force against the machine and it gets uh-huh. tougher and tougher and tougher. It got so tough on one of the difficulty settings that it reportedly broke three people's arms. Great. That's yep. the AI yep. uprising yep. one arm at a time. Yep. Um, that's, isn't that the start of the fly when he goes to wrestle the guy and gets his arm <laughs> yeah, broken? Just, the fly. Um, but yes, I'm going to uh, wrap this up now because I think we've been going for about 35, 40 minutes. Uh, or so. Yeah, 37 minutes, 55 right now. Sweet Lord. Um, but yes, a massive thank you to everybody for sending in your various questions. I think we got through a, a healthy five. Yeah, I know. Uh, it was a low number yeah, because we started talking six. about Ragnarok for so long. <laughs> it's a bit We're of excited. a deal. And then we'll see, yeah, we'll see what's uh, landing next week because God of War will be here in full and so will Sonic. Well, that's what I was going to say. That's what I'm dreading is because of the fact that next Friday, Sonic will be here and that's all (laughs) Scott will want to talk about on the UBP. Um, I apologize in advance. I'm going to restrict myself because I'm going to play it at midnight. It's only half an hour. Maybe, well, maybe, well, I'm going to play it. It'd be available midnight on Wednesday night, like the Thursday Great. morning. Good. Because it's the day before Fantastic. God of War. 
So I'll get it all out of my system, yeah. and then I'll just I'll not come at you with sonic things. On well, you Friday. know what you should do is you Go should uh, store those feelings in a cup or mug. And if yep, you yep, want yep. to support the channel and also the UBP, you can go to the incredibly catchy, and I'm going to read it out in full <laughs> as a final treat to you people here. Please do. Whatculture-wrestling.creator-spring.com forward slash listing forward slash untitled dash banter dash pod mug question mark product equals one five six six and variation. Enjoy, my <laughs> friends. Enjoy. That's the that's like taking out like a novel to make yeah, sure know, people right. get to the right URL. Um, but yeah, genuinely. Um, as always a massive thank you to everybody for sending in their questions and anyone who's picked up one of the UBP mugs just yet um, because like I said uh, I think last week we're still dominating the uh, the sales charts we're doing very very well yeah we are hell yes we are Um, so yes massive thank you this has been the UBP the UBP the the UBP Ivan Scott Tilford you've been Jules Gill I'm on Twitter at slash LP89 and you I'm on Twitter at RetroJ, but the O is a zero. And remember, you can check there every Thursday where Scott and I will put out a tweet asking you for your burning questions, gaming related or otherwise. So big love to you all. I'll pass it back to Scott to do the final words. (laughs) You can tell the state of my brain that it's in. But yes, beautiful. We'll catch you next time. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Bye, 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 bye. And this is only the third time we've had to record the UVP. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.